eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. All right, let's move on to what we'll call the closer look. A couple personnel things I want to talk to you about, or at least ask you to get your quick impressions and answers about in terms of what you learned post-game and maybe even today at Hallis Hall when you were back there after getting back from Tampa. Let's start with Chase Claypool. Obviously, post-game, he spoke for the first time that he was a source of a lot of speculation to the point where Jay Glazer on Fox uh, had a pre-game report that he apologized uh, to his teammates, to the front office about his uh, kind of lack of effort and poor play against the Packers. Chase Claypool was targeted more times than any other wide receiver on the Bears. Eight times, came through with three catches, had the touchdown we referenced, and was a willing, more willing blocker. What was your overall takeaway from Chase Chase Claypool's day in Tampa? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a step forward, but it would have been really, really hard to take a step sideways or a step back after what he put on the video in 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 week one. I think when you get down to it, the the touchdown catch is a nice moment, and it's one of those moments that for Chase individually, it should be uplifting and it should make you feel good after what's been a very frustrating time here as a Chicago Bear. But then you follow up with what we talked about: two critical errors on the last two drives of the uh, of the game, where you have a a penalty that that backs you up when you don't need to be backed up any further and then you, you you don't catch a ball that turns into an interception. You only caught three or eight targets on the day. Um, you know, I mean, the Bears traded away a pick that became the number 32 overall pick in the draft because they believed you were an every week difference maker and every week difference makers find a way to make a difference where their big plays outnumber probably double they're poor plays. And, and so like uh, step in the right direction. Sure. Long, long way to go for this to enter any sort of territory where we go, okay, Chase Claypool is fine. Rookie quarterback Tyreek Stevenson had a tough day. I think he's going to have more good days and bad ones, but this is a learning experience. He had the uh, 70 yard touch or t- 70 yard reception from Mike Evans that pushed off and there was a no call kind of did the 
Michael Jordan and Byron Russell, get away from me. I'm going to star here. Stars are going to get those no calls. He also, to me, even more, I think, alarming or maybe a poorer play in, in uh, on tape to watch was third and 14 when he didn't really remember where he was on the field. He didn't get out of his back backpedal quickly enough. And Evans got behind him and Baker Mayfield put it right, dropped it right in the bucket between Brisker and Stevenson on third and 14, which was a key play, a 32 yard touchdown in that game. And I think Tyron Stevenson's going to have better days. I wonder how he rebounded mentally. Yeah, well, we'll see, you know, and, and again, like <laughs> we're going to Kansas city, right? Like this is not a, 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 a Hey, guess what? You're going to get some pain relief this week and you're going to have, you're going to play the, the MVP of the league, the guy who's got a couple uh, rings on his finger. And so it's not going to get any easier in the short term. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson's doing what, Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon had to do a year ago, which is kind of be a week one rookie starter and take some lumps. And they're going to be some high profile lumps at times. And it's going to be um, really rough. But one of the things the bears were really drawn to in the pre-draft process was just how uh, resilient he is and how, how, how quickly he can reset and, and just how much fearlessness he has to attack moments like this. And so this is a big test for him to, to see how quickly he can regroup from it and, and get his mind right. And then obviously get his execution, right. He'll be okay. The, the push off, I'll say this, that it looked a lot more egregious on second glance than it did in live action. Um, and so I, I, like, I wouldn't have had a problem if they threw the flag. I also didn't have a problem that they didn't throw the flag because in the moment it just, it just, it didn't, it, it felt like, Tyreek Stevenson was trying to work around the body to make a play and Mike Evans kind of shielded him that, I mean, like I said, it, it probably could have and should have been called, but I also didn't think it was like, especially in live action was like, Oh, that was blatant. You got to let it go. The other part of that, David, though, is like you, you played defensive back. Somebody's got to help you out there. You know, that, yeah. that, that got out of the gates for 70, you know, that should have been at most like 35, you know? And so somebody has got to jump in and, and give the kid a little bit of help there. No safety help. Cause he shoot him away like a gnat. And then all of a sudden he was gone. And that was Mike Evans who had a very, very big day. Okay. 171. <laughs> 171, six catches, not bad. He was definitely uh, the best wide receiver on the field. On a day where DJ Moore, we should have mentioned this, DJ Moore, good day for him, over 100 yards receiving. I think that's what you're looking for, and I think that they got a taste of it. It may be a glimpse of what he can be. I'd say they needed to go to him even more often than they did. No, and that's why I said that, you know, that this is the, at least you saw it, you know, and again, that's that, that just tells your quarterback, okay, like when you get him the ball, good things are happening. You threw it to him seven times and we got six completions for 104 yards. Like keep going in that direction. Keep going in that direction. It's it. This is what happens when, when quarterbacks and receivers sync up, you know, you, you develop that like Josh Allen knows he can go to Stefan Diggs in big moments. You know, that the, the, the uh, Mahomes this week knows he can go to Travis Kelsey when he, when he needs something. And so Justin's got to have that as an every snap understanding that like when in doubt, go to DJ, put it out there more times than right than not, you're going to be right. Uh, and, and not wrong. Braxton Jones is the left tackle. He has had a tough start to the season. In my opinion, six penalties in two weeks. That's not a great start to the season. He may be grading out well and doing some things in a positive way, but Dan, the penalties interrupt drives and they're not really something that you want to see become a habit and six in two weeks seems like they're becoming a habit 
Where are the Bears on the development and commitment to Braxton Jones at left tackle? Yeah, I think they're um, necessarily all in at this point. Um, I don't know what your options are. Uh, They've been dealing with instability on the interior of the offensive line, which again reared its head. Uh, in this game, and now they're just trying to, to work through it with two young tackles. Um, rough, rough couple games for Braxton for sure. I think he's held up at times, and then obviously the errors are just, they're just the errors are just too big. To your point, they're they're drive killers, and he gets beat badly on one of the sacks yesterday, where Justin had no prayer on that one. That wasn't a holding the ball too long situation, and so that that that's another guy that needs to have improvement growth in week three, four, five, six, seven, eight, as we go forward here. Otherwise we're just going to be stuck in the same place. And I don't think, I, I literally don't think any of us can handle being stuck in the same place for very much longer. 